Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearly Martin dropping in today to talk to you about fighting the good fight of faith. Do you understand the fight? That's the question, that's the question, that's the question. Because you know, I just got to know. But before we start our Bible study, and, and by the way, thank you for so much for joining in to my morning Bible study. Uh, but before we start, you know what we got to do. You know, we got to pray before we start our day. So, Father, we just come together to worship you, to honor you, to adore you, and to say, Father, I, Abba, Father, thank you so much for allowing us to see this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful beautiful day that you have made father for our circumstances does not change who you are lord god we thank you that as we come together honor in your name father god hungering and thirsting for your will and for your way father that you will fill us that you will give us a rhema word father god a word that's alive father um we ask that you just feed us and give us fresh manner and anoint my lips of clay, Father. So as I speak, that you will speak your word through me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Yes, guys, yes, 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 yes. So today we're talking about understanding the fight. Um, we're going to come from Ephesians 6 and 12, I'm, I'm, uh, where he tells us, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. Um, wicked spirits and things like this. Um, that's Ephesians 6 and 12. Um, he's telling us there that our fight is not against flesh and blood people, but against demonic forces, um, wicked spirits, things like that. And, and so when we understand the fight, we too can say what Jesus said when he was on the cross, Father, forgive them, because they don't even know what they do. Because you don't, they don't know that they're being influenced by evil right? Ephesians 6 and 12. Ephesians 6 and 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not. How many of you know that we're three parts, spirit, soul, and body? And the real us is a spirit. That's who we are. And when the spirit leaves the body, we cease to live, right? Spirit, soul, and body. But when we understand the fight, we'll understand not to take on the offense. When you can understand the fight, you won't take on the offense. You guys go back and listen to my prior podcast and, and pick up my book understanding your own issues and other issues okay um but when we when we don't take it to heart you don't take on the offense and and, and you, you don't make it personal and that's when we begin to understand it's not about me it's about what's coming out from inside of them for jesus tells us that it's out the abundance of a man's heart that his own mouth speaks right so i like to say what's in us is coming out of us how many of you know i say if you want to hear your heart speak listen to what's coming out of your mouth right it's out the abundance of a man's heart that his mouth speak i tell people i talk about the lord jesus christ all the time i mean <laughs> every single day when i wake the first thing that's on my mind is the lord jesus christ because it's my abba father because i'm conscious of his presence and i know that just like i'm thinking about him he's thinking about me too lord jesus he's thinking he's mindful the bible says that god is mindful of us do you know that god is mindful of you the fact that we're breathing means he's thinking about you means he's conscious of your presence because it's because of him that we live move and have our being how many of you know we can do absolutely nothing without him the word of god teaches us that we can do all things in philippians we can do all things 
because of Christ who strengthens us. You know, he is the one that graces us. He's the one that strengthens us. It wasn't until he breathed through man that he created from the dirt, that he became a living soul. When he breathed his Zoe life in him in the book of Genesis, right? Genesis 1. That's when man became a living soul. When he breathed his breath inside of man. Hey, take a minute. <sighs> Inhale and exhale. That's, hey, you feel that breath? That's God breathing his breath through you. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So when we understand the fight, the fight of faith, you know, the Bible talks about fighting the good fight of faith, right? So when you understand that the reason that the fight is good is because it's our, the devil is already defeated and Jesus is already, he's still Lord. And this is why he teaches us and tells us in the, in the Bible that we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, right? Because he, he, who, he who knew no sin became sin so that we could be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's, he's already conquered death, hell, and the grave, right? So we're more than a conqueror because what we're going through, he's already been through. And all we have to do, he said, is to lean not to your own understanding, uh, but in all your ways acknowledge him. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God. And he said, and he would direct your path. Depart from evil. Be not wise in your own eyes and depart from evil. So he said, you know what? Quit trying. You quit trying to figure it out and just lean. Uh, ask me for my wisdom because I've already figured it out. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Our Father God is a know-it-all. How many of you know that? He really is a know-it-all. He's omnipotent and he's omnipresent. He knows everything and he's everywhere at the exact same time. Omnipresent. I don't know about you, but I talk about him because I've experienced him for myself. I've experienced. Do you have a revelation of Jesus Christ? Is he real to you? Or is it just a form of religion? When you read the word, is it just a good storybook? Or is it real to you? There's no condemnation here. You already know that. Um, we just, you know, we just develop our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ by spending time with him. Do you have a revelation of Jesus Christ? You know, when remember when uh, Jesus and the, the apostles were standing, I was talking and Jesus was saying like, well, who do you they some say well some say you're the prophet some say you're the Messiah, Elijah some say you're this and that and Jesus said Peter well who do you say I am and Peter said you're the you're the Messiah the son of God he said Peter flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father which is in heaven he gave him a rhema word How many, that was a rhema that was a revealed word that was a real word there was no way naturally, there was no way humanly possible for him to know who Jesus Christ was, except the Father revealed it to him. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for letting us in, giving us, letting us know some of the things that you know, letting us see some of the things that you see, for allowing us to hear some of the things that you say, that you hear. Right. So when we understand the fight, when we understand that we're not fighting against flesh and blood people, we won't take on the offense and we won't because when you take on the offense you take it to heart and you make it personal and you make it about you when it was never about you this is why the lord god said bless those that curse you and pray for those who despitefully use you why because god god loves people 
and and I, you know what I hate to tell you but he don't feel that he don't feel that way like you do he loves people so he said I need you to bless those that try to curse you because they don't understand that you can't curse what God has already blessed so I need you I'm gonna I'm always fighting in your defense because God is for when God is for us when God is for you nothing or no one can stand against you he says so I need you to bless those who's trying to curse you I need you to bless those who's trying to lie on you I need to bless I need you to bless those who the devil is using against you I need you to bless them and not curse them because Jesus like when he was on the cross he said father forgive them because they don't even know they have pierced his side they have beat him with the canine tail. They plucked his beard from his face. They mocked him. They spit on him. They lied on him. And he really is perfect in all his ways. He went about doing nothing evil. He was really perfect in all his ways. He was innocent. He really was. But they put that crown of thorns on his head to mock him. To say, okay, you're a king needs a crown. But they didn't know. Jesus knew that they didn't know. He knew that they was under the influence of the evil one, of the devil. Because later on it says that if he would have known that he was crucifying the son of glory, the devil would have never did that. Because that was our ticket back to the Father. But he was on that cross. He was bleeding. He was bloody. He was beaten to a pole. They nailed his hands and his feet to that cross. And what he said was, Father, forgive them because they don't know. Can you say that about your enemies? When we understand the fight, when we understand the fight for real, we really can bless those who curse us. We can really bless those who lie on you. You really can bless the devil, bless those who the devil is using because you understand Ephesians 6 and 12. You know, the Lord taught me that years ago when I first wrote this book about 10 years, 11 years ago, understanding your own issues and other issues. He taught me how to forgive. He taught me how to bless those that curse you. He taught me how, because when he gave me the insight, say, Pearl, guard, f- 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 uh, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart. Because everything you do, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Or one translation said, guard your heart because out of it flows everything you do. You know, Proverbs says as a man, as the, the, the water shows the reflection of a man's face, so does a man's heart shows his you know displays his life because what's in us is coming out of us I like to say that the issues that are are in our lives is really coming from what's inside so we really this is why it's so important that we need to self-examine ourselves and ask the Holy Spirit look look Holy Spirit I'm creating me a clean heart renewing me a right spirit because I need for my motives to be your motives I need for my ways to be your ways I need for your will to be my will I mean, my will to be your will. Not my will, Lord, but let your will be done in my life. Again, today, this day. When you understand the fight, you'll know it's nothing personal. 
and you won't take on the offense and you won't take it to heart. But what you will do is you'll have compassion for your enemies because you'll look at them and say, oh, they're really miserable. I could tell that they're miserable because of their behaviors. I could tell that they're miserable because of their miserable actions. I could tell they're miserable because of those miserable things that they're saying. I could tell that they're miserable. And so because God loves them, as believers, we too are called to love the world. Jesus said, he said, you'll know my disciples by the love that they have for one another. And when we can get this revelation, this is how you forgive. You know, we tell people all the time, you need to forgive, you need to forgive. So how do you forgive? You forgive by treating others opposite to how they treat you. Be treating them better than. Jesus tells us, he teaches us how to forgive. He said, bless those that curse you. Pray for those that despitefully use you. If your enemy is hungry, feed them, right? And I said, what are you doing? He he said the word, you know, love your neighbor. Love the first commandment. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, our mind, and our soul, right? And then he goes on to say, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Because when you learn to love God, loving your neighbor is not going to be a problem because you're going to love your neighbor out of the love of God that's in you. Jesus, God said, if you, the way you're going to know them, he who has love abides in God and God's abide in them. But if you don't have no love, then you don't know God and God is not abiding in you. This is what he teaches us in John. So when we can get the revelation, not to take, it's not about you. And we as believers are called to be the light in the midst of this dark world. We're called to live a lifestyle live out loud because people are going to know you by your lifestyle this is how they're going to know when you treat people that treat you evil and you treat you you're kind to evil people they're not going to be able to figure that out they're going to say something different about them there's something different about them but when you learn how not to take on the offense you it's nothing personal you know it's not that person. It's demonic. It's an evil spirit using that person to tell lies, to do evil things. God is spirit. God is truth. And we as believers, we have his spirit. That's how we too ought to live and ought to be and ought to walk. But when we learn the fight, understand that it's nothing personal. And as we fight the good fight of faith, we won't take on the offense. That's how you not you don't take on the offense, understanding that it's nothing personal. We're called to fight the good fight of faith. So what is the good fight of faith? Well, the fight, when he tells us to fight the good fight of faith, he's talking about you're gonna have to fight to hold on to your faith because the devil is coming to steal the word. The devil don't want you to act good. He wants you to act evil like him. He wants you to pull pull you out of your character. But how many of you know? That John tells us, John 4, greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world, right? Um, in other words, we have the spirit of the living God on the inside of us. We have the greater one living on the inside of us. Greater is he that's within us than he that's in the world. And when you have a revelation of that, that my body, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh me, oh my, 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 my. 
See, God is not just with us, but the spirit of the living God, according to Corinthians, it tells us that our body is the temple. I believe it's Corinthians 6 or 7, 2 Corinthians. He said, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the spirit. It says the same power that raised Christ from the dead will also quicken your mortal bodies. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is on the inside of us. That resurrection power. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you as an orphan, but I will leave you as a com- with a comforter. And, and, and he will lead you, guide you. That's what he's here for. The Holy Spirit here is to lead and guide and direct us into all truth because Jesus is the way, the life, the way, the life and the truth, right? He's to lead us into everything that's good. And, you know, the Bible teaches us the Romans says those who are the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. So how 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 do are we led by the spirit of God? Well, we have to know the word of God to know the will of God to know the way of God. <laughs> so we to be able to distinguish, we have to renew our mind. Romans 12, one and two tells us. You know, be not to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. And be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed, be ye changed by the renewing of your mind. So we got to change our way of thinking to change our way of living. Because, you know, it's, it's created like that. Our body's going to do what the mind tell it to, right? So we have to renew our mind to the word of God in order to change our way of living, change our way of thinking, change our way of uh, our ways to his ways for our, our thoughts are not his thoughts so the word of God is the thoughts of God the word of God is the wisdom of God because the Bible tell, the word of God tells us that it was inspired by the Holy Spirit right he inspired men to write prophetically so the word of God is the will of God is the word of God is the way of God so what does the word of God what's the counsel of God concerning um, what you're going through. Know this, that the Bible tells us in John 10, 10, it's the thief that come and not, but to steal, kill, and destroy. And if the devil can steal the word of God from our heart, he can kill our faith. And if he can kill our faith, he can destroy whatever it is that we're believing God for. <laughs> See how that works? The word of God, the Bible tells us, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, Right. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. It's called the sword of the spirit. That's our weapon. So if the devil can steal our faith through doubt. How, you know, we did a podcast on that about what the devil wants. He wants the word. And how does he steal our faith? He steals our faith uh, according to the parable of the sword. Um, Mark 4, when we when we don't have understand what the word says, that's one way he can steal the faith, our faith, uh, the word. Another way he steals the word is through uh, the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches. He he steals our faith, uh, the word like that. And um, worries, fears, concerns. Um, that's how he steals the word. We have to allow the word of God to we have to believe it in our heart. It's not just enough to know. Um, the Bible scriptures, but we need to meditate on it and make sure we have a revelation of Jesus Christ. We have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Spend time in his word, reading his word, studying his word. Make sure that we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And everything that you do, 
know and have faith in the Lord that he loves you because perfect love casts out fear. Never be, don't get tired of doing good. Never grow, don't grow weary in doing good because the Bible say in due season, you're going to reap the good that you sow. We say it all the time, you know, uh, the world call it karma, but the but the word call it reaping what you sow. It says, um, should we continue in sin so grace shall abound? God forbid. For what God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap destruction. If you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap life. So we're going to reap what we sow. Not just the bad things, but we're going to reap the good things also. How about that? That's the good news of the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ. And so... When we understand the fight, I want you, what I'm trying to get you to see and understand, I tell people this all the time, sometimes I have to be real firm because when you're dealing with demonic spirits, you have to speak firm, you know, so sometimes I have to be real firm when I speak to people, but um, it's nothing personal because we can go right back to talking normal um, when it's over. I had someone say, that's what I like about you. You know, you don't take it personal. No, it's nothing personal. It's not, it's nothing personal for me. Because I understand the fight. Um, God loves people. He loves the good, the bad, the ugly. God loves people. John 3.16 tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So my question to you is do you have a relationship? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If not. I'm going to give you an opportunity and a chance. We can just pray this prayer. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he did die, and he's going to rise again. And that he did rose, and he's going to rise again. He's coming, well, he's coming back oh, for, for us. Right? I believe it, and I openly confess that Jesus Christ, he really is Lord. And Father, I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible also say, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, have mercy on me. Save me. When you understand the fight, you won't take on the offense. When you understand the fight, it won't be nothing personal. It won't mean that you don't have to be firm sometimes because of the spirit that you're dealing with. But when you understand the fight, you understand it's nothing personal. It's demonic. And when you understand that the fight is demonic, you're going to have to pray. Right? Lord, bless those discouraged Right? I'm praying for those that despitefully using me. Because the truth of the matter is, you know, Colossians tells us, he said, whatever you do in word or deed, to do it as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you're doing something as unto the Lord, that means you're doing it for the Lord. As unto means I'm doing this, Lord, because I love you. Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. I'm doing this, Lord, because you told me to. It has nothing to do with what I feel. It's not about my feelings. It's about what you want. Because we pray, Lord, not my will, not my way, not my want, right? So it has not, it's not about what I feel. I'm doing this, Lord, because this is what you said. That's called submission. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? There's no, you know, there's no condemnation. Because guess what? Today is another day. Another wonderful day that the Lord has made. Today is another day that the Lord Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, our Father, has given us. He's given us another day to do things His way. He's given us another day 
to surrender our will for his will, for our way, for his way. And so, Father, we come together. We assemble ourselves. I mean, the only reason we're alive today, Father, is because of you, is because you chose to wake us up. And for that, Father, we say, Abba, Father, we say thank you. You woke us up on purpose to fulfill your good plan and your good purpose. How many of you know that God is good? He said, I am the good shepherd in John 10, 10. And he said, I come. It's the thief that come and not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Have you strayed away from the Father's house? Do you have a long-distance relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you just serve him when it's convenient? Or do you have a daily relationship? Do you just call on him when you need something? Or do you talk to him every day? You know, like you do your spouse or your mother or whoever it is that you're really close to. Some of us have people in our lives that we talk to every single day. I said, talk to my mom. She's my best friend. So when my mom passed, the very first thing I did was deleted her number because I didn't want to mistakenly call her and hear her voice message. That was painful. You know what? The same way we have these earthly relationships with people, that's how the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to have our heavenly relationship. He want to have a relationship with you. He's relational. It's not about religion. It's not about works. But it's about a real relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have a revelation? Father, my prayer to you today. That you will reveal yourself. That you will reveal yourself. That you will manifest yourself to those that are listening. That you will manifest, make your presence known, Father. We thank you for your anointing right now, Lord God, that destroys every single yoke. For you say your grace is sufficient, Father. How many of you know that God will grace us to do whatever he's asked us to do? It's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit, saith the Lord. He's not asking you to do anything in your own ability. God is asking us, he's saying, let me do it through you. Will you yield your members? For whoever you yield your members to, the word of God tells us, is who we're serving to. Who are you yielding your members to? If we yield our members to righteousness, that means we're going to do the right thing. But when we yield our members to unrighteousness, that means we're going to do the wrong thing. But Jesus Christ wants to have a personal, real relationship with you. Will you accept him like he has accepted you? Will you be conscious of his presence like he's conscious of you? God is mindful of you. And you're not here. You're here on purpose. Because the Bible says before the foundations of the world that God knew you. And it's not by accident, incident, or coincidence. 
because God is a God of purpose. So because he is a God of purpose, he does not, everything he does, he does on purpose. But it's the devil that uses people to say and do evil things. It was the devil that did what he did to Jesus. And Jesus said, you know what? When he was on the cross, he said, no man take my life, but I freely lay it down. And the same way I lay it down, I have the power to take it up. Don't you know I can call forth legions of angels, 10,000 legions of angels to get me off of here? I chose to do this. You know, he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he prayed the prayer. He said, Father, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, Lord, not my will. If Let this cup of suffering pass from me. He had a flesh, y'all. He felt it. You do know that he came in the form of a human man being, right? You do know that he felt that Canaanite tail when it was scraping the flesh off his back. You do know that he felt it when they pierced his side with that spear and the blood and water came out. You do know he felt it when they nailed, put those nails in his hand and nailed him to the cross. You do know that he felt that, right? When they put that crown of thorns on his head. You know he felt it. He was a human being, y'all. He came in the form. He came from heaven to earth. And he made no reputation of, of himself. But he came in the form of a human being, man like you and like me. He felt it. He felt it. But yet and still, he endured hardness like a good soldier. He did it for you. He did it for me. For God so loved the world. Are you in this world? Then if you are, then you know what? Let's make it personal. For God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, to die for me. And because I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I will not perish, but have everlasting life. When you read the Word of God, put yourself in the text. Because you have to be able to see yourself in the text. Otherwise, you're going to be like, this is just a, what does this have to do with me? It has everything to do with us. Because the Word of God is here to teach us right and wrong, good from evil. To teach us how to live righteously. To teach us how to live Christ-like as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a believer, you guys. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he died for me so I could live. Okay, guys. I said all that to simply say, do you understand the fight? That it's nothing personal. That what they're saying to you is what's inside of them. For it's not the abundance of a man's own heart, Jesus said. It's not that which goes inside of a man's mouth that defiles him, because that's going to come out through the bowels. But it's what comes out of a man's heart, out of his mouth, that defiles him. Because it's out of the abundance of a man's heart. It's what comes out of his heart. It's out of the abundance of a man's heart that his mouth is going to speak. So if, if you're speaking lies, that's coming out your heart. If you're speaking truth, that's, if you're sad and depressed, that's coming. What's in us is coming out of us. So that causes that, that should cause you to have compassion for people and say, oh, Lord, I need to pray for them. Because they're not feeling good today. But, you know, it's, it's an evil tree cannot bear good fruit and a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. 
How many of you know that? Why? Because the seed is within itself is going to produce after its own kind. In other words, an apple seed is going to produce an apple tree. So what's in us is coming out of us. Okay, guys, our heart is like a fresh pot of soil. And the word of God, if you read the parable of the soil in Mark 4, it talks about the word being the seed, right? So when, we, when we're born, we're born of, in, we're born of uh, incorruptible seed, not corruptible seed, but of in, we're being born again of incorruptible seed. That seed cannot be, it's not going to be corrupt. A good seed is going to bring forth good fruit. The motive is going to be good because the motive is going to be God. That's why Colossians says, whatever we do in word or deed, make sure we do it as unto the Lord, because he's talking about, he's speaking about motives, your reason for doing what you did. It cannot be selfish. It has to be a good motive. Okay, guys, I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day. So you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Because if you don't, the devil's going to be able to steal your faith. He wants you to look at the winds and the waves and the storms and everything that's going on around us. So we can take our focus off of the God that's inside of us, the God who made us, the God who's good to us. He wants to remember, he wants to steal the word through the cares, the worries, the fears, the concerns. This is why he said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you and to be anxious for nothing but in everything through prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. The Bible tells us in Philippians, I believe it is, let your request be made known unto God. And when you do that, then he says, it's then that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, can cover your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. He tells us, God is saying, seek first the kingdom of God. Why? Because he knows that when we worry and we become anxious, this is how the devil is able to steal our faith. This is how he's able to steal the word. And if he steals the word, then we're not going to be able to produce the fruit that's attached to the word. We're not going to be able to manifest the promise. Because without faith, remember, it's impossible to please God. Because we not we must not only believe that God exists, but we must also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Right? We have to believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Do you believe Do you believe that Jesus Christ, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek you? Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Are you a believer? It's with the heart that we believe, you guys. It's with the mouth, Romans 10, 9, 10, it says it's with the mouth that we confess Jesus is Lord, but it's with the heart that we believe. We must believe in our heart. It's with our mouth we confess, but it's with our heart that we believe that we're safe. Do you believe? Are you a believer? Do you believe it in your heart? The Bible says a double-minded man is not going to receive anything from the Lord because he has divided loyalty. There cannot be no plan B. The death shall live by faith, right? Okay, I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys remember, 
to it's nothing personal. Remember, go back and read Ephesians 6 and 12, please. When Jesus was on that cross, how many of you know he had to understand the fight? He had to understand that they were being motivated by the devil. He said, Father, forgive them because they don't even know. They don't know what was what was it they didn't know. They didn't know that it was a devil that had them to pierce his side with that sword. They didn't know that it was a devil using them to um, say those evil things about them and make up those lies about him, to spit on him, to uh, beat his tear the flesh from his skin with the canine tail. They didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know the devil was the devil that had them doing those things. They didn't even know they were demon-possessed. They wasn't aware. Because the Bible came back and said, if he would have known that Jesus Christ was the Son of Glory, he would not have crucified the Son of Glory. (laughs) They didn't know. I'm not making excuses, but what I'm trying to get you to do is to understand the fight and bind the Spirit, take authority over it. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. You know, when the devil is acting up, you don't have to make excuses for him. Call it what it is and say, devil, I bind you. Remember, Jesus said, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So take authority over it. When you see the devil's using somebody, devil, I bind you in Jesus' name. You don't have to say it to them because he hears you. He's a spirit. Right? The spirit world is more natural, real than the natural world. Okay, well, I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed and be encouraged, and I want you to understand the fight so you don't take it personal, so you can do what Jesus said, so you can sincerely bless those that try to curse you because you can't curse what God has blessed. Pray for those who despitefully use you, okay? Feed your enemies, okay? I had to, you're going to have to be kind to some people that ain't kind to you sometimes. So they can see the Christ in you. How many of you know it's the goodness of God that draws people to repentance? And and I've had to do some stuff like this before. I had to be kind to somebody that who had lied on me. Just did all kind of evil. But when they needed my help, I had to be there to still help them. Why? Because it wasn't about me. It was about the God in me. And when you do that, when you're kind to somebody that's evil... Um, if their heart is not hard, it should draw them to repentance. For it's the goodness of God that draws people to repentance. That's understand the fight. So we can war in the spirit and not in the flesh. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. You being Us being angry at somebody is not going to cause them to do the right thing. We're going to have to pray for people. Pray for each other like God has prayed for, for us. Like other people have prayed for us also. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day. So you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. And remember to continue to fight the good fight of faith. Don't let the devil steal your words. Be careful of what you say. Because without the word, we have no weapon. Continue to stand firm on the word of God. Remember that because God is for you. No weapon formed against you can prosper. And because God is for you, nothing or no one can stand against you. Because when we do things God's way, he'll fight on our behalf. Okay? Just continue to be kind and loving. Love on people. 
love on others like they love on you. Okay. You guys be so blessed. Be encouraged. And like I always say, keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, 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 wonderful day. I'm excited about today because I know that God has some good things in store for me today. How about you? Don't focus on what's wrong. Focus on what's right and give God praise and watch him turn those situations around in your life. Because those who put their trust in the Lord, he has promised he will not cause them to be ashamed. Okay, I'm getting ready to end here so I can start my day. You guys, once again, God bless you all. May the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrows. May God give you provisions for, for his vision. May you um, the favor of God uh, rest upon you. Know that God's goodness uh, and mercy is following you again today. For he said goodness and mercy is following us. Right? Okay, I'm going to end here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Okay, till next time. Make sure you share this podcast and understand the fight so you don't take on the offense and so you don't take it to heart. It's nothing personal. Continue to fight the good fight of faith. Okay? Hold on to what God say. Guard your mouth. Watch your words. Watch where you go. Watch the things that you listen to. Watch the things that you talk about. Guard your heart. Fight of it flows. Everything you do. Okay. Love you guys.